The views expressed on the Big Gay Radio Show may not necessarily be the views of the Nathan B. Stubblefield Foundation or those of the staff or management of WMNF. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to celebrate love, life, and all things LGBTQIA+. It's the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF. Now live from the WMNF studios in Tampa, it's the Big Gay Radio Show. 88.5 WMNF Tampa, my name is Christopher Gorman. I am your show host tonight with my amazing team of Mr. Brian Hinkson. Good morning, Tampa Bay. Good morning, (laughs) Vietnam. (laughs) <laughs> I'm glad you get that reference. I'm not sure if you saw that movie, though. I got you, babe. <laughs> and we're also here with the energetic Esme Russell. Yep, that's me. We mm-hmm. love you, beautiful. How are you today? I'm all right. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm here. We <laughs> made it. I see you. Yes, we are. We A little bit be. of traffic on the way here, but it was good. It was fun. Yeah, for 11, for 11 p.m., that's, yeah, it was a lot of traffic coming from St. Pete. It's definitely a, a fun drive, though. Yeah, all that overnight construction you're doing on the Howard Franklin, it's, yeah. Anyways, uh, we are joined by the fabulous people from Johnson's Tampa, including the owner, Mr. Matt Kalunga. Hey, I'm I'm here. I promise I won't cuss this time. Nah, not this time. (laughs) We Uh, also... You also brought a bunch of strippers. I, I did. I brought dancers because, I mean, who doesn't enjoy talking to dancers? I mean, I've got a couple of twinks, a twonk. I've got a dancer from Chicago joining us for the weekend. Awesome. Well, why don't we go ahead and just go around the room and introduce everybody? Hey, I'm Logan Aarons. Ooh, that hot voice. All right. <laughs> so, Logan, give us a little bit of an explanation about who you are, uh, just real quick. I know you're not feeling too well. I'm the Chicago guy. Uh, I dance, I do porn, I do all the all the goods in the background. Interesting. Yeah. So you are a, a sex worker I am among a, trades. I'm pretty much a sex worker. <laughs> we love that. Awesome. And uh, you, sir? What's up? My name is Nick. I'm the Guido meatball stripper of uh, Johnson's. That's kind of my The appeal. meatball stripper? Meatball what does that stripper, mean? Yes. What does meatball stripper mean? Do you hear the way my accent sounds? Oh, yeah. Say quarter, quarter, quarter. 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 Yeah, quarter. That's what no, it sounds like. No, without the R. Quarter. Can, can you tip me a dollar? A oh, dollar. no, that's British. I'm sorry. That's wrong line. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and we also have... All right. My name is Jordan. Um, if you ever went into Johnson's, I'm the twink that runs that place, so... Oh, twink that runs. <laughs> twink in charge. We love that. He's the twink that goes on stage in a snow jacket. That's how you know what's him. Oh, <laughs> fancy. <laughs> so, Mr. Brian Hinkson... What do we have to talk about? There was a hot mess of a State of the Union last night. Was it? It was really good, though. It was, but like... I was very uh, surprised at Biden. I didn't think he was going to be as good as he was. He -hmm. he hit his marks. He had everybody going... He had them standing up. Even the Republicans were all confused. After they stood up, he was like, oh, I got you standing up. (laughs) Then they're like, oh, wait a minute. We weren't supposed to stand up for that part. Then they're sitting down again. Oh, he got them good. He he definitely was very much a bipartisan. He he read a great speech for something that was written for him. Yes. Remember, (laughs) keep keep in mind, there is no no president (laughs) in history that has ever done that that didn't have that speech written for them. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Every, every speech has been yeah, written for This is not unique right. to him. 
So, right. but the but the but you cannot argue with that delivery. That delivery was for you know for an eighty year old man. That delivery he definitely surprised me. That yeah. Delivery yeah, was too. perfection. He mm-hmm. was just as good as it could get, man. For ninety I, minutes, I, that's a long time. I, to talk. Because all the other people are in their nursing homes, so I, <laughs> exactly, I was, exactly. I was very like. <sighs> God, now he's going to do a speech. And I'm very much a yeah. person who's and exactly like, you need to retire at a certain yeah, age. Yeah, right. Definitely, but definitely. He definitely, yeah. he showed his his strength. Yeah, yeah. well, he did. listen, you can you can do that. I remember he's had a lot of handlers around him that are, you know, that are making decisions <laughs> as well. All presidents do. There's no such thing as a president that does it all. Yeah. But, um, but. No, he uh, did yeah. good. I was very, very, very impressed. And I mean, I have to, I have to say, I mean, between him and Trump giving speeches, it's both. I mean, I kind of miss Obama giving his speeches. He was True. really great, very articulate. But I mean, he did, definitely did better than Trump. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and it, and it wasn't. And it what made the speech so good for me was that it wasn't a divisive speech. It was exactly. A, it yeah. was a positive. It wasn't. This is horrible, and this country is horrible, and everything is so bad. It was a. And he brought up topics that everybody yeah. can agree yeah, upon: yeah. Social, yeah. Security, yeah. Medicare, social security, Medicare, the protection of all of that. Yeah, right. that was exactly. a very much thing. So. He was all about making America great again. <laughs> in a certain aspect, you're, without, you're exactly right. Make without, America Biden again. Yeah, without using those words, exactly. because that can never be that. That forever will now be tainted. You can't even. When you hear that, oh, yeah. you, ju- you just see somebody know, in a red right. hat, you start squinting oh, your eyes. Exactly. You just so got to make sure. You just got to. Uh, and, um, so and speaking of speeches, uh, a couple of musicians won some awards this past Saturday, uh, Sunday, actually. So we'll talk about what went down at the Grammys. Uh, and plus, um, a lot of critiques on Madonna's face at the Grammys. That was a big so. topic of conversation. You mm-hmm. know, she had a lot of fillers. She had more than that, but oh, she's no. had more than that, but that is part of it, you know. But, you know, I mean, she's 60, you know, 65 years old, and... She's my mom's age. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's mean, definitely not a virgin anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, maybe I'm just desensitized uh, in a post-Kardashian universe, but I'm like, it takes, like, it would take something legendarily bad for me to even care at yeah. this point, because I'm like, yeah, her face looks bulletproof, but you scroll on Instagram at any point, and you're going to see at least... Ten or so faces that even for women who look thirty plus years younger than who are who are thirty years plus younger than her don't look that far off in yeah. terms of just how artificial they look. Yeah. So in her case, I'm like, you know what? If she wants to make her face, you know, into full blown titan, if she wants to become M3 again, more power to her. At this point, it's like, you know what? You made holiday. You made into the groove. I you, like your accent. I I'm know, sorry. right? <laughs> it makes all I can think of. I'm like, yeah, 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 and her, <laughs> It makes everything I say sound that her, much more interesting. And it her does. <laughs> and her contribution to the LGBT agree, totally. community is so gigantic, especially yeah. people from my generation, because we grew up with her in the '80s. So, I mean. Her contribution, she was like the first one that ever had gay, openly oh, gay right. dancers. I mean, she wanted them and, to be gay. Oh, she, yeah. She and wanted them to act gay on her videos. What was that book Don't she did? To, what was that book she did? Oh, that sex book. The sex oh, yes. book. Yeah. I mean, she's always oh, yeah. sponsoring Pixelplat. Yeah, it yeah. was, um, you know. She, she was getting with Vanilla Ice. I'm like, oh, you yeah. do not care about anything. Yeah, she was breaking. Nothing gr- bothers you. She was really breaking ground with gay, gay people. And, and all her dancers have always been gay. Yes. Like mm-hmm. always. Yeah, just like always. 
and really gay. Now, not like butch gay. Like flamboyant gays working arms. She's like, and- I want those wrists to be limp Correct. during rehearsals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it Always. All, it was, yeah. And it all started with Vogue. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. And uh, then we got some events coming up. Uh, we got a, a football game at the Rihanna concert this weekend. And then, football, <laughs> and, football uh, game? At the Rihanna concert. At the Rihanna concert. Who cares? Uh, Philadelphia Eagles versus the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm, I'm so, so impressed with you, bro. That's awesome. Wow. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Brian. I sports. I play sports. And then finally, let's uh, discuss who's, what's going on on Valentine's Day with everybody. Ooh. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. And we all have all of that and more right here on 88.5 WMNF, the big gay radio show. This is Hey There, Superman, right here on the big gay radio show. So- so, hey there, Superman. Hey there, Superman. Can you hear me? Hey there, Superman. Look where you turn. Your mask is tight. 
I'm Christopher Gorman, and this is your LGBTQ news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Orlando, Governor Ron DeSantis' administration has begun the process to revoke the liquor license of the Plaza Live over their theater hosting of a Christmas-themed drag event in December that was attended by minors. The Department of Business and Professional Regulation Division of Alcoholic Beverages and Tobacco filed a formal six-count complaint February 3rd against the Orlando Philharmonic Plaza. Plaza Foundation, the organization that operates the Plaza Live, alleging that the theater knowingly exposed children to sexually explicit content during a drag queen Christmas on December 28th. The complaint alleges that children, some appearing to be less than six years of age, were welcomed into the show, which contained drag performers, quote, wearing sexually suggestive clothing and prosthetic female genitalia. The complaint goes on to state that the show featured, quote, numerous segments where performers engaged in acts of sexual conduct, simulated sexual activity, and lewd, vulgar, and indecent displays. The Plaza Live management did hang a notice at the theater's entrance according to the complaint that stated, while we are not restricting access to anyone under 18, please be advised some may think the context is not appropriate for under 18. While this is the eighth consecutive year that a drag queen Christmas has played at the Plaza Live, this is the first time the state has attempted to punish the theater for hosting it. The complaint states that the Plaza Live has 21 days to request a hearing to challenge the charges in the complaint. In Tennessee, Tennessee's Republican dominant legislator on January 31st advanced a handful of proposals that would ban gender affirming care for transgender youth and severely limit where drag shows can take place. If enacted, doctors would be prohibited from providing gender affirming care to anyone under the age of 18, including prescribing puberty blockers and hormones. However, the legislation includes exceptions that would allow doctors to perform these medical services if they are treated an abnormality or if the patient's care had begun prior to July 1st, 2023, which is when the ban is proposed to go into effect and the doctor believes ending the care would harm the patient. On January 31st, the bill advanced out of a subcommittee. It still needs to clear additional committees and the GOP-controlled House and Senate chambers before it can be reviewed by Republican Governor Bill Lee, who supports the legislation. Meanwhile, Republican lawmakers also advanced legislation designed to limit where drag shows can take place by classifying them as an adult cabaret performance. If approved, drag shows would be banned on public property in any place where they could be viewed by a child. In Tallahassee, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on January 31st announced plans to block state colleges from having programs on diversity, equity, and inclusion and critical race theory. The Republican governor debuted the proposal as part of a larger higher education legislative package that is expected to be taken up by the GOP-controlled state house when its regular sessions begin in March. Previously this month, the DeSantis administration blocked a new advanced placement course on Africa American studies from being taught in high schools, saying it violates state law and claims is historically inaccurate. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your queer news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Tomorrow, Friday the 10th, is the last day to vote in the 2023 Watermark Wave Awards. Tampa Bay Gay, the Big Gay Radio Show, Chris and I have been nominated. More info at watermarkonline.com. This Friday night, the 11th, is Babes and Bulges with host Morgan Lashade. 
Three special guests are set to perform starting at 8 p.m. The event space at Bulge is located at 1803 North 13th Street in Ybor City. The Tampa Pride planning meeting this month is on Monday the 13th at 6.30 in Ybor City. They are focusing on volunteers and the upcoming Pride Festival in March. More info at tampapride.org. Metro Inclusive Health events this week. On Saturday the 11th at noon is the Queer Comic Book Club meeting at the Metro Welcome Center in St. Pete. Then on Wednesday the 15th, the Trans Masculine Support Group meets via Zoom starting at 7. More info at metrotampabay.org. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More information at tampabaygay.com. Leave a lasting wake of good when you put that boat or other watercraft you no longer need behind you. WMNF accepts all types of vehicles from cars, trucks, RVs, boats, and more. Learn more at WMNFcar.org. What happens when you mix two gay guys and a trans woman? Obviously, you get the best gay radio show in Tampa Bay. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF.
88.5 WMNF Tampa. My name is Christopher Gorman. I am your show host here on the Big Gay Radio Show. Support for WMNF comes from listeners like you and TampaBayGay.com. This LGBTQ plus website features a local events calendar, business directory, entertainment news, community resources, and more. It is all at TampaBayGay.com. Now... Mr. Brian, <laughs> we got some bad news for those of uh, y'all who like the last song. That song's 30 years old. Depeche Mode, yes. Depeche right. Mode. Mm-hmm. 30 years old. Yeah. and uh, From 1990. 93. 93. Yep. Oh, my God. I was still in high school. That makes me feel uh, young I right now. I was negative uh, seven years old. Negative four. He was yes. Negative young eight. people, rise up. seven. I was seven. I was <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I did a, did a little bit of research of of what songs came out that year. I know it was um, a Dream Lover, Mariah Carey was out. Hadaway, What Is Love? Oh uh, everybody gosh. like everybody just had Hadaway to write. Yeah. <clears throat> um, oh, there was a lot more stead of um, Every Step You Take uh, by Sting and the Police. And uh, let's see, let's see. That's the way love goes. A lot of Janet Jackson, actually. That's the way love goes. If uh, the Macarena. I remember doing that in grade school. Oh wow! <laughs> and uh, and the cards going up and down. Gin and juice, soup dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, me and Esme were just talking about celebrities we've met before, and I, I've met Snoop Dogg. He was pretty cool. He was very high, but he was very cool. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that song's the song's turning thirty. So. Huh, what do we want to go into? Let's continue on with music, shall we? Uh, music's Big Night was on Sunday. Um, a lot of musicians... Was it the Big Night, though? Oh, God, it seems, yes. It seems like it's more targeted to the, the namesake, if that makes sense. A little bit. To the but, Grammys out there. Well, someone became an EGOT. Oh, yeah. Was Viola Bi- Davis. Viola did, yeah. And um, Just for her. Someone won the most Grammys ever, too. Beyonce. Beyonce, yeah. Um, and other than that, there were some little quips. That, but what or show doesn't have their little quips? I, I remember one thing was uh, that Ben Affleck looked really bored. It always does. <laughs> so Ben Affleck lady, lately, every time I see him, like, in photos or video... He looks like he's going through something, you know? Yeah. So he can't drink. Uh-huh. And he's uh, he's uh, he's got to stay sober because he's got an alcohol problem. And his wife's hotter than he is. So yeah. <laughs> he's dating a Latino woman. Mm-hmm. And she's very, very controlling business-wise. So oh, yeah. every time I see her, she's whispering to him, like telling him what to do. You know? And, oh, it's just, you can tell they're very stressed out. Mm-hmm. You know what Mary, I mean? Like, and he's he, she's trying to calm him and and whatnot. So yeah, I don't know. To be fair, he's had that look on his face since Pearl Harbor. I don't think I've ever seen a photo. <laughs> no, I don't think I have ever seen a photograph of so, that man looking happy. So she's living in another life. Like he's an actor. So his deal is that he does movies and then he does um, the movie junket where he does the the interviews and then he's done and he goes home. Okay, and this lasts for a period of months, but then once the movie is released, it's over, and he goes back to his life, and he goes to the next movie. She lives in a different world than he does. She's worth half a billion dollars. So she's, yeah. she lives in a world that people have to photograph her because she's beautiful, and look at my dress, and this is the designer that designed my jewels, and this is who did my hair. And, ma- and he's not into that. So when he's next to her, he looks like, oh, God. <laughs> 
when am I going home? He doesn't want to be there. You can clearly see it in his face. He doesn't yeah. want to be there. But, I mean, she she did a bang-up job. I mean, she was on stage, and she was hosting and everything. Um, yeah, and uh, other than that, I feel like I see a Lizzo Adele album coming out because they were... Well, they're best friends. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, how yeah, they're best friends. good of best, best friends they were. Yeah, yeah, Lizzo goes to our concerts and everything. Mm. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, Lizzo travels to go see her in concert. Lizzo's always like in the front row with her kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Lizzo's, yeah. Lizzo's oh, yeah. still heavy and yeah. the other one lost so, a lot of weight. So they're like really tight. Yeah, Lizzo and her are really tight. Yeah, and then, um, well, Sam Smith and um, Kim Petras won. Um, I forget what the award was, but uh, he dedicated it to her. Yeah. And she said that she was the first trans woman to win a Grammy. But then I saw something online that... Th- that contradicted that. Well, she's the first outed trans person. Okay. The one that won before her, she won for some musical arrangement that she did for some movie or whatever, but she won when she was living as a woman, but nobody knew that she was trans. Oh, Does that right. make sense? Yeah. So it was yeah. like she kind of passed and nobody knew. And it mm-hmm. also was uh, the first trans woman to win for best duo, pop duo. Yeah, but this Specifically, time, that this, category. But she yeah. was out. She's out trans. She's, you know, she's not hiding it. Right, yeah. Which is, you know, this is the new thing now. Don't be yourself and just own it. As you should be. Own it. Own Nobody it. shouldn't oh, yes. hide away. Own it. Own there you go. It. Speaking of I'm sorry, which... I thought I saw President Biden use like a walker, but it was an ad for a retirement community. God. <laughs> oh, <my> Anyways. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? So I thought uh, I saw, I saw President <laughs> Biden using a walker, but it was an ad for a retirement community. <clears throat> I'm going to throw you. Anyways, this is What is Love by Hadaway right here on 88.5, the big gay radio show.
Pride isn't just one day a year. That's why we're celebrating all year long. This is the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa Bay.
Hey, Tampa Bay. This is Christopher Gorman, show host with the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here's your good queer news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Tampa... Florida Entertainer of the Year welcomed hundreds of supporters to the Ritz Ebor February 5th, crowning local entertainer Kenya M. Black in an official preliminary for National Entertainer of the Year. Eight contestants competed for a cash grand prize, crown, sash, certificate, and hotel stay to compete at National Entertainer of the Year in Louisville, Kentucky this July. Joining Black at Nationals will be first runner-up Twilla Holiday and second runner-up Jay Maya. After her crowning, Black reflected on the experience via social media stating they are beyond honored to be your Florida entertainer of the year and that she will make sure to do her best to bring home that national crown. In Virginia, a Virginia Senate subcommittee essentially killed three bills January 31st that would have banned transition related health care for minors in the state. Democrats have a 22 to 18 majority in the state Senate and they have said they will block any anti-LGBTQ bill that reaches their chamber. In Orlando, Climate First Bank has kicked off the new year by vowing to donate funds to the LGBTQ Plus Center in Orlando for every Pride banking account opened until June 30th. To celebrate the LGBTQ community, the Pride banking account features a donation from the Climate First Bank to the Center Orlando. The Center Orlando promotes the intellectual, physical, social, emotional, and spiritual well-being of Central Florida's LGBTQ community through access to quality programs programs and services. The Pride Bank account started in June 2022 with a six-month partnership with the Kind Red Pride Foundation. Along with support to the LGBTQ community, Climate First Bank also states it prides itself in constant activism towards climate change. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your good queer news. For the Big Gay Radio Show, I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Tomorrow, Friday the 10th, is the last day to vote in the 2023 Watermark Wave Awards. Tampa Bay Gay, The Big Gay Radio Show, Chris, and I have been nominated. More info at watermarkonline.com. This Friday night, the 11th, is Babes and Bulges with host Morgan Lashade. Three special guests are set to perform starting at 8 p.m. The event space at Bulge is located at 1803 North 13th Street in Ybor City. The Tampa Pride planning meeting this month is on Monday the 13th at 6.30 in Ybor City. They are focusing on volunteers and the upcoming Pride Festival in March. More info at tampapride.org. Metro Inclusive Health events this week. On Saturday the 11th at noon is the Queer Comic Book Club meeting at the Metro Welcome Center in St. Pete. Then on Wednesday the 15th, the Trans Masculine Support Group meets via Zoom starting at 7. More info at metrotampabay.org. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More information at tampabaygay.com. Hi, this is Doug from the Volunteer Committee. WMNF is member-supported, volunteer-powered community radio. Have you ever thought of becoming a radio activist? If so, you can register to be a volunteer on WMNF.org under the Support tab. You can help out with our next membership drive. It begins on February 22nd and goes through March 1st. Stay tuned to hear about training sessions for phone answering, tally, and other volunteer tasks during our marathon. Becoming an active volunteer helps you know what opportunities can be found both in and outside of WMNF, such as concerts, outreach events, and especially fun drives. Thanks. This is the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF.
WMNF Tampa. My name is Christopher Gorman. I am your show host for the day or the night with my, uh, I guess, gaggle of uh, individuals, Mr. Brian Hinkson. Gaggle? Yes, gaggle. that's a word. <laughs> I think. Let me let gaggle. me fact gaggle check on that. We're also with geese. Esme. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. So gaggle is used for geese. This is your <laughs> SAT portion of the Big Gay Radio Show. Mm, I was never really good at taking tests. Well, <laughs> we're here to help you out, Mr. I Brian Hankson. Mm-hmm. We also got a bunch of strippers here. Hey. What's up? Woo! Yes. <laughs> so why don't we go ahead and go around the room and have you all tell us about yourselves and your name real quick. I'm Logan Ahrens. I'm from Chicago. Been dancing for 10 years. And how long have you, uh, uh, I guess, known of Johnson's? I know it's very new. Um, have you? Were you back in uh, Fort Lauderdale? Did you yes. know him back in? I actually met you at Fort Lauderdale. Interesting. Yeah. Yes, I met you at Fort Lauderdale, and I walked out and said, "Hey, I'm a stripper." And then now I'm here. Yeah. You know, Facebook has this thing where, yeah. where you talk to people, but then you have the spam, then you have this other account. Next thing you know, there's people on there you haven't talked to in two, since 2015 that left you messages. <laughs> you gotta love it. We also got two others here. Um, yeah, my name's Jordan. I'm probably the... Uh, youngest one and the one that's done this the least amount of time so um i've been doing it for like six months now <laughs> so yeah i've been doing it for yeah. six months now so oh wow what happened yeah, to his mic yeah i'm just hearing him really good okay six i heard yeah six months six okay. months uh, you're good yeah you're good yeah. Six inches, yeah, exactly. six months, same thing. Um, yeah, so I've been doing this since months. Um, I actually didn't intend to. Um, that mic is out. Yeah, this yeah. mic. Is it not working? I don't know what's yeah. going on with her. She's she's ending her career. Testing, testing, testing. Actually, you can hear that. She but... sounds very... Okay, okay. I can hear myself through this one. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was like repeating because I'm like, I don't know if it, they can hear me. Um, yeah, I actually, I never intended to be a stripper at least right now in my life um originally i started out bartending 
and you know getting into the industry where you're surrounded by you know entertainers in a nightlife um you kind of see what's working for you and what isn't you know you kind of go through that path of is this right for me or is this for someone else you know and the more that i kind of like contemplated that i realized that Really, anybody can get on stage and do the. Um, they can really anybody can get on stage and start stripping, but really, it's not about you know what people are perceiving you as. It's really about your level of comfort, how much you're willing to push yourself, especially in any aspect of your life. You know, because getting on stage isn't really about like what people are thinking about you. You're like really thinking about how you look in front of these people. You know, it pushes you to be the best version of yourself. Um, I've actually benefited a lot from doing it. Um, I started working out a lot more, you know, I started having like a better routine with my life. I started like just taking care of myself. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been really, it's been beneficial in a way, you know, a lot of people tend to look down on a lot of people that are in the nightlife industry, especially strippers. And I feel like, you know, the reason for them doing that is because they think that a lot of us are, you know, desperate or that's the one job that we can do. But in reality, a lot of us have other jobs that we do rather than stripping. You know, this is like our gig that's going to help us get like a future that we want to invest in, you know, and a lot of us are very talented. We have like a huge, diverse group of people in this one club that I work at. So there's really no... um there's no separation of like character and work there, so it's really interesting. <clears throat> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer Coolidge of the awards. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, uh, very informative. Uh, oh, very much. And last but not least, hi, I'm Nick. How y'all doing? Um, hi, like Nick. I said, oh, hey. <laughs> How you doing this evening? Oh, good. Now that you're here, this mic was not intended for short people. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, hello, so my name is Nick. Um, I've been dancing on and off for about six years now. Um, I'm originally from New York, if you couldn't tell by the super, super heavy accent. Um, yeah, I've been... Boston. What happened? you're from Boston. Boston? Boston. Oh, you are sadly mistaken. Uh, you know the way the difference telling the accent is if I was like khakis, but I'm like corkies. Uh, if I say, or I, say, I say like coffee and they say cappy, like that's how it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting your cow. Exactly. Like, they sound angry with everything they're saying. In my case, I sound sarcastic. There's a bit of a, there's a slight difference, but you can hear it if you listen long enough. Oh, yeah. No, I get you. My, my family's from Queens. I, oh, right. I what part of Queens? It. Jamaica, Springfield Gardens. Astoria. Uh, uh, I couldn't tell you where that is because I, <laughs> I was born a military brat. Uh, oh, so, okay. So, like, yeah, uh, my parents were from Queens. My sister's from Queens. I was born in Louisiana, like a year after they moved away from New York. So, like, is that like, is that like from coming to America, Jamaica States? I believe so. It's like Jamaica, Albans. Jamaica States, yeah. Uh, Where Mr. Yeah. McDowell used to wear, live. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've always heard about it, but okay. I've I've never even been back to the house that my mother grew up in. It's like this pink house that was off of uh, somewhere in Springfield Gardens. I don't know, but pink house. Yeah, it was a pink house. So you yeah. grew up in Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse? <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly. They did. I didn't. Oh, okay. I'm old enough that. to know what that is. Uh, I know many things. I know what it is. No, I didn't grow up in Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh, he got caught doing something. Yeah, speaking of 30 uh, yeah, years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've taught that a few yeah. times at the club. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. Also, so, it was I an know, adult theater. Like, what else are you supposed to do in there? 
Like not in our club. Oh, no, no, oh, and, oh, and that. No, yeah. no, no, no. We're classy. No, no. We, we just we no. We no. We drink tea and like recite uh, lines from Catcher in the Rye. It's much different. <laughs> I like that. Honestly, uh, can we have a book night uh, at Johnson's? A what night? A book night. <laughs> a book now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah where we all definitely. can just a bunch of strippers lead us through oh, a yeah. uh, story we're time. Sex in the city. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> if the Republicans were mad about drag queen Bringo, let's right. do a stripper, a stripper Bringo. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they bring kids to Hooters. So. Speaking I mean, of right. drag queen Bingo, I'm gonna plug that we are doing a drag queen Bingo at Quench Lounge uh, with a Lexus De La Mer. Um, that is going to be um, sometime in March, March 7th at 8 p.m. Um, at Quench Lounge, um, and. I believe that I have some more passes yeah, from course. you I mean, guys. Got stuff. I mean, and, and and the best thing about when we have the strippers, you know, you get to choose their balls. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're going to go ahead and we're going to play a little bit of music right here. Uh, first, we got to play the legal ID, and then we're going to go into uh, Hey Mr. DJ right here on 88.5, the big gay radio show. Top of the morning. We are WMNF Tampa. Listen on air at 88.5 FM, online at WMNF.org, and on the free WMNF app. Now here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. What we're going to do now is go back.
88.5 WMNF Tampa. My name is Christopher Gorman. I am your show host right here on the Big Gay Radio Show. Good morning, Tampa Bay, as Mr. Brian Hinkson said. Uh, you got to say it like Robin Williams. Good morning, Tampa Bay. No, you, you, have, to, you have to be a little bit louder. So. Good uh, morning, Tampa Bay. I just don't want to blow out anybody's eardrums. That's so. why you step away from the mic when yeah, you I, shout. I know my weapon. Anyways, I'm going to mute you real quick <laughs> because WMNF is your community radio station. This means we are a nonprofit and do not play commercials. Keep us commercial free and support your favorite shows like mine by donating, like ours, I should say, by donating. You can even do it now before our next pledge drive on February 22nd. Click the tip jar at WMNF.org. And now, Mr. Brian Hinkson. Let's go ahead and yes, let's, let's see what we're going to ha- talk about. I was going to continue with the music thing and um, go into um, all the criticism that Madonna's getting about her face and the plastic surgery. Um, it's very obvious, you know. You could see from, let's say, like her ray of light days to now that something's different. And, you know, I don't, I, I don't know if people's eye, like find that type of work somewhat attractive or or if thinks it's a shocking like difference um the only other person i think can like that i can relate that to is um i feel like renee zellweger has had like some facial work but looks like extremely different i know as as many as you want to weigh in on madonna well they all look different i mean Cher doesn't look like she did uh 40 50 years ago well, that's just the point you know, of aging. You're and, not going to uh, look like you did and, 40 uh, years ago. And Dolly Parton doesn't either. Dolly Parton's face has been completely... I mean, we've just gotten used to this face, but if I show you photos of Dolly in the 70s, you'd be like, wow, she doesn't even look like that anymore. Right. You know, so that's part of the journey of plastic surgery, I guess. They're in the public eye and they feel like they have to, you know, so it's... The conversation has got to the point that it's it's a people are obsessed by it. Yeah. You know, I don't really think it, that it's more so that they have that they feel like they have to. I think they want to. You know, it's it's I feel like their own personal choice. I mean, you have that much money, why not put it into your skin and body and trying to look as best as you possibly can. When you are famous like that, you feel like you have to. Especially with someone Maybe. you've grown up with. You know with. what I'm saying? Especially females. Yeah, with someone you've you grown know, up with. You recently, uh, recently had work done. Uh, nobody's noticed it, but I noticed it instantly. I noticed it at the Grammys. Mm-hmm. He, oh. he looks, um, no, I, not at the Grammys, excuse me. I noticed it at the Golden Globes. He looks completely refreshed and youthful. And who is this? Brad Pitt. Mm. Well, he had that whole. He needs it. I'm sorry. He had that whole. Well, honey, let me tell you. He looks. He looks about 35 years old right now. Well, not to interrupt. I want to introduce our two guests that are still in here because we didn't do that. That jawline's been tightened up, and that (laughs) face been tightened up. Mm -hmm. So we also have two dancers here from Johnson's. All the rest of the folks have left. We have Nick, your meatball stripper, meatball stripper. (laughs) <laughs> and Jordan. And Jordan. Mm-hmm. And now continue, Esme. Yeah, I'm that's sorry. A, that's, <laughs> a, that's just that. So, I mean, they do it. You just, yeah, his I, work I, is very natural. Yeah, I have no, no, noticed that. Well, oh, oh, yeah. All that, all that wrinkling around the mouth area. and the, 
and, and he's just sacking around the jaws completely gone. He's like all tightened up again. I feel like the conversation about plastic surgery should be like kind of directed towards like where does it end, you know? Where does it like – because a lot of people do plastic surgery, you know, those minor procedures are deemed like acceptable, you know? And then when someone does something very major like Madonna's doing with her face or, you know, anyone – any other celebrity is doing that's going to make them change their appearance, when does it become something that someone stops at, you know? So it's like so many people are doing these minor plastic surgery procedures that no one blinks an eye, and then someone does something a little bit more, and then it becomes a problem for people to she do. She did it all at once. She and, did. And normally, <laughs> she did. And normally famous people do it little by little. Dolly did it little by little. Cher's been doing it little by little. And uh, Brad, well, he just snatched. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to tell oh, yeah, you, he his, really did. His, his looks good. It, it really looks good. Yeah. yeah he, like when so. I saw him at the Golden Globes, I went, wait a minute. I said, what happened to him? Because he looked like, he had, he was looking like haggard for a while. Yeah, he, he, I, I, I hadn't thought he looked hot since Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, like I just, I he was just looking more and more like um, like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Like just <laughs> saggy and sad all the time. I don't know what had been going on with him post Brangelina divorce, but it just was not looking good. Um, I haven't seen what he looks like yeah, in the Golden Globes. Looks, you know, he, God he looks, bless. He looks really good. But um, yeah. but I don't know, man. I I think that the same things are going to be said, even if they age badly. You know, I feel like well, they would be aged, like, oh wow, it, yeah. they look terrible. Why don't they do plastic surgery? Well, you, you have to keep this in mind too with the celebrities who do like tons and tons of plastic surgeries. That these people they're sur- surrounded by yes people. They mm-hmm. employ dozens, if not hundreds, of people. And who's going to be the person that's going to go up to any of these people and say you look bad? You shouldn't the have tabloids. had that brow lift, that facelift, or anything. People who work for them, though, people uh, who are true. in their circle, because they'll reinforce <laughs> that they look great or that they look natural. Good, good plastic surgery look is Jennifer Aniston. Good plastic surgery. Yeah, I was true. So too, Very yeah. natural. Yeah. Looks. She looks exactly the same. She does. She does. She doesn't change. <laughs> I saw her the other day in an interview. Good plastic. No, she looks yeah. good. She's I, got good. But I mean, it's just very natural. Yeah. If you keep well, up with it, you it's know, so natural. Yeah. It's, I. Well, here's the thing. I think in her case, um, because I saw that friend special they did on HBO like a couple years ago. Um, I actually disagree. It looks it looks natural in photographs, but in, when she's like actually on camera, like on video, you see her emotion. Her face was completely frozen. And like, that's the whole thing. They yeah. when you see these people in person, anytime you see a picture, it looks completely different than what it is on camera. And Sometimes it's scary, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> Especially those eight very HD. Yeah. Yes, like, exactly. Yeah, like if you look at um, actually this is one she doesn't get talked about um in regards to plastic surgery very much. But I saw recently was a Shania Twain, mm. um, because I saw that documentary of hers um that she did a few months ago, and you could tell she had work done, and it wasn't too bad, but. Um, when you saw her in pictures, she had the she had her like her makeup was completely done, and she had this wig in and what everything, and it didn't even look like her. It looked like it, it almost looked like you were looking at like Kim Petras or something. I'm like this does not look like Shania Twain at all. And then you see her motion, and you know she looks more natural. But um, when you see them pictures, they almost look like you know how like they say the camera ends ten pounds. Well, for celebrity, it also subtracts ten years, as if like they just they see them in pictures, and it's just like they look more infantile if that makes sense yeah and going back to my point of like you you grow up with these with these people like especially with me and madonna i'm born in 82 so the realm of the 80s was pretty much madonna 
90s getting her comeback and you you know what she looks like and all this didn't start until she announced her world tour then when she announced her world tour everybody started looking at her looks and then she went on the grammys and everybody is just like going at her and it's <laughs> I, I i have my own opinions about it it's her choice whatever she wants to do with her body i had i saw someone on facebook go not my madonna i'm like what? She's not yours. She's, I mean, she's not yours. She's never been yours. She's so she, weird. She re- and plus, she's the queen of reinventing herself. Yeah. How many that's, times that's in the, the past has yeah. she reinvented herself and still like has been a beast? Yeah. So she always does. Yeah. And there's also like so many good stories in terms of reinventing themselves. Yes. I will say that she's been deemed, um, you know, the queen of pop for you know her impact yeah. on pop music. And it's yeah. funny because um, who's the king of pop and king of bad plastic surgery? Yeah, and it's like you know what she's she's just claiming her throne. She's like you know what this is this is how you get inducted into the club. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this is gonna be I'm still standing by Elton John right here on the Big Gay Radio Show, eighty eight point five WMNF Tampa. Speaking of plastics. And a 
I'm Christopher Gorman, and this is your LGBTQ news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Orlando, Governor Ron DeSantis' administration has begun the process to revoke the liquor license of the Plaza Live over their theater hosting of a Christmas-themed drag event in December that was attended by minors. The Department of Business and Professional Regulation Division of Alcoholic Beverages and Tobacco filed a formal six-count complaint February 3rd against the Orlando Philharmonic Plaza Foundation, the organization that operates the Plaza Live, alleging that the theater knowingly exposed children to sexually explicit content during a drag queen Christmas on December 28th. The complaint alleges that children, some appearing to be less than six years of age, were welcomed into the show, which contained drag performers, quote, wearing sexually suggestive clothing and prosthetic female genitalia. The complaint goes on to state that the show featured, quote, numerous segments where performers engaged in acts of sexual conduct, simulated sexual activity, and lewd, vulgar, and indecent displays. The Plaza Live management did hang a notice at the theater's entrance according to the complaint that stated, while we are not restricting access to anyone under 18, please be advised some may think the context is not appropriate for under 18. While this is the eighth consecutive year that a drag queen Christmas has played at the Plaza Live, this is the first time the state has attempted to punish the theater for hosting it. The complaint states that the Plaza Live has 21 days to request a hearing to challenge the charges in the complaint. In Tennessee, Tennessee's Republican dominant legislator on January 31st advanced a handful of proposals that would ban gender affirming care for transgender youth and severely limit where drag shows can take place. If enacted, doctors would be prohibited from providing gender affirming care to anyone under the age of 18, including prescribing puberty blockers and hormones. However, the legislation includes exceptions that would allow doctors to perform these medical services if they are treated an abnormality or if the patient's care had begun prior to July 1st, 2023, which is when the ban is proposed to go into effect and the doctor believes ending the care would harm the patient. On January 31st, the bill advanced out of a subcommittee. It still needs to clear additional committees and the GOP-controlled House and Senate chambers before it can be reviewed by Republican Governor Bill Lee, who supports the legislation. Meanwhile, Republican lawmakers also advanced legislation designed to limit where drag shows can take place by classifying them as an adult cabaret performance. If approved, drag shows would be banned on public property in any place where they could could be viewed by a child. In Tallahassee, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on January 31st announced plans to block state colleges from having programs on diversity, equity, and inclusion, and critical race theory. The Republican governor debuted the proposal as part of a larger higher education legislative package that is expected to be taken up by the GOP-controlled state house when its regular sessions begin in March. Previously this month, the DeSantis administration blocked a new advanced placement course on Africa. American studies from being taught in high schools, saying it violates state law and claims is historically inaccurate. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your queer news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Tomorrow, Friday the 10th, is the last day to vote in the 2023 Watermark Wave Awards. Tampa Bay Gay, the Big Gay Radio Show, Chris and I have been nominated. More info at watermarkonline.com. 
This Friday night, the 11th, is Babes and Bulges with host Morgan Lashade. Three special guests are set to perform starting at 8 p.m. The event space at Bulge is located at 1803 North 13th Street in Ybor City. The Tampa Pride planning meeting this month is on Monday the 13th at 6.30 in Ybor City. They are focusing on volunteers and the upcoming Pride Festival in March. More info at tampapride.org. Metro Inclusive Health events this week. On Saturday the 11th at noon is the Queer Comic Book Club meeting at the Metro Welcome Center in St. Pete. Then on Wednesday the 15th, the Trans Masculine Support Group meets via Zoom starting at 7. More info at MetroTampaBay.org. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More information at TampaBayGay.com. The car you're not using anymore? It's seen a lot of sunsets. Give it a new life and help WMNF by donating it. WMNF accepts all types of vehicles, including cars, trucks, boats, and more. It's easy, and it could mean hundreds of dollars in support for WMNF. Learn more at WMNFcar.org. Hi, this is Miss Julie. Our week-long winter membership drive begins at 9 a.m. on Wednesday, February 22nd, and goes through 9 a.m. on Wednesday, March 1st. We're seeking volunteers to take pledge calls, tally people to track funds coming in, and food donors to help feed those hungry and grateful volunteers. Restaurants, caterers, or chefs can find out more about donating drinks, snacks, or full meals by calling me at 813 813- 238-8001 or email M-I-S-S-J-U-L-I-E at W-M-N-F I can also help get you registered to volunteer for the fun drive. Thanks. Get social with us. Like us on Facebook. Just search for The Big Gay Radio Show. Kill any pain. 
show plays the hottest LGBTQ hits like this. We also play throwback hits like this. soundtrack for your hookups. It's the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF.
88.5 WMNF Tampa. My name is Christopher Gorman. I am your show host at the Big Gay Radio Show with my team of amazing people, Miss Esme Russell. Yep, that's me. The trans queen of radio. Yep. And we also have Mr. Brian Hinkson. I need to get a, a title for you because I I was uh, I'm still news twink because I still do the news. I always used to call but, Brian. Brian. Um, Flying Brian. Flying Brian. Flying through the air. Flying by the seat of his pants. That's that. what I used to say, too. Flying by the seat of his pants. <laughs> flying Brian. I almost forgot about that. That was uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, that's what I used to call him. Flying Brian. And oh, we yeah, are also... Oh, sorry, Brian. <laughs> no, go ahead. Sorry, Flying Brian. <laughs> we are also joined by the amazing dancers at Johnson's. That's me, Jordan. And also me, Slick Nick. Some sexy voices. Hey, hey Meatball. Meatball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. so, Mr. Brian. Yeah, we've got a the we've got the nation's biggest uh, TV event coming up this weekend. Yeah. And a lot of people watch it for the game. A lot of people watch it for halftime. And a lot well, of people, a lot more watch, people it watch it for the commercials. Yes, I can't wait exactly. for All Stars. You mean the Puppy Bowl? Or the Puppy Bowl, too. Maybe the Kitten Bowl. I'm not sure that's there, too. I don't know if that is a thing. However, I will... I, I'm going to Google that. Well, pretty much, um, yeah, Sunday is going to be... It's the biggest uh, sports event on on television, the Super Bowl. So, so the, um, the Flash yes. trailer drops that night. Yeah, there's... Uh, well, let's go into commercials first. So, yeah, the, the Flash trailer will drop that night. I think they'll do something at right Mania. Right before kickoff time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's and what then, it says right here. I'm looking forward to the... Um, to just... Uh, 
Oh, Jamie, I forgot. Um, I, I'm just looking forward to, to some most of the commercials. Um, I don't know what 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 is your favorite commercial been? I always like the Dorito commercials. It doesn't really. I, I usually my big thing is the movie commercials because it's usually you get a trailer. Like I remember one year we got the Godzilla trailer. Yeah. And I was so excited because I had, I was I was wanted to see Godzilla. And then there was that, that was one. in 2014. I remember that because I was. There like, was that one year when I was a teenager. They had the E Trade Baby that was like dancing. Oh, the dancing, they had the dancing baby, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't. Didn't they premiere that? Was that? Uh, was that the Super Bowl? Yeah, that was the in the nineties, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. They, I mean, and uh, can you guess how much a spot costs on a, just an air commercial during the Super Bowl? I believe it's five million dollars for fifteen seconds. Nope. It's up now. It's uh, for according to Forbes magazine here. It's seven million dollars. Seven million dollars. Seven million dollars. I, I, <laughs> seven million for what? Per second? I uh, maybe for fifteen seconds. For fifteen. I have it. Wow. So yeah. that so that flash trailer. No, no, no. Sorry, thirty seconds. Okay, so that flash trailer is two minutes long. Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, it depends. Well, with most commercials, with most uh, trailer commercials, what I, I saw... it's a mega trailer. Oh, yeah? Well, when I saw it at um, uh, most of the uh, college bowl games, what they'll do is they'll play a 30-second, this is the movie, see the trailer online now. So that's mm. most likely what they'll do, and that's how some no, studios get over trailer. it. Uh, well, that's what they said. It really they, depends. Yeah, that's what they're saying. That's what they said. Yeah. Okay. Playing the trailer. Well, on the other end, um, I did find out if there is a kitten bowl. Unfortunately, there is not. Hallmark okay. actually had that previously, but they canceled oh, it. Gotcha. Uh, but there is the Great American Rescue Bowl, which has both dogs and cats. Um, and that is also that I believe is going to be on. Uh, it looks like CBS. Hmm. I hope okay. it's Tom and Jerry style. Is it, yeah, it's Tom and Jerry. Is it the kitten bowl on uh, Hallmark? On Hallmark, yeah, I think it so. was, yeah, um, but they canceled it. Uh, they, they say, yeah, they, they. Um, it looks like it was previous, uh, last done in 2021. Okay. And yeah, and uh, next, uh, I guess you could talk about halftime because the halftime show is going to be Rihanna. That's no secret. Um, Rihanna, okay. First of all, I hope she gets a, an Oscar for the latest song she has, uh, Lift Me Up. It was a soundtrack to Black Panther, so mm. uh, Wakanda Forever. So I hope she gets one, uh, an Oscar for that. That was a that's slow song, but it means a lot to that movie. But she has a library enough to, like, really wreck shop at the Super Bowl. So I, I really can't wait to see what she has. And this is going to be like her first performance. I hope she don't flop. Ever. I really hope she don't flop. Because there's been some really good performances that have been legendary, specifically Beyonce and Bruno Mars's. Shakira and J-Lo's. Exactly. Yeah. But ho she has the potential to be legendary with this production. I... Okay, so here's the thing, because she has a huge hits catalog. She's one of the biggest hit makers of our time. But I saw her in concert seven years ago when she was promoting that album, Anti. Mm -hmm. And it was my least favorite concert I've ever seen. Uh, oh, wow. And I've seen, like, a lot of performances of hers over the years. I was like, oh, maybe, you know, everybody has an off night once in a while. And 
I don't think she enjoys performing. And to be quite honest, um, because I know now uh, Jay-Z is in charge of the NFL and, you know, Jay-Z is extremely instrumental in her in her rise and her, you know, just signing her to begin with. And I think this whole thing has been a favor to Jay-Z. I hope she proves me wrong because, you know, I obviously do root for her and it's been so, so long since we've had any music or really anything uh, from her that didn't involve um, fashion, didn't involve makeup or things that I would not She doesn't need to work in. anymore. Yeah. Exactly. I'm really, really surprised that she's doing it. I think it's a favor to Jay-Z. That's what I think it is. Yeah, I think yeah. she's doing it as a... I think because the NFL, you know, they always... They're, you know, they've been doing... She's got more money than Beyonce. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's, well, she's and got... And Jay combined. She's got, yeah, she's got more money than both of them combined, which is unbelievable. Her her team, what they how they invested her money is incredible. I feel like... She, I, I, she like... I think that... Uh, it's been such a long time. She might be inspired to actually perform, perform. But that's just me. I hope so. I mean, who knows? Well, she doesn't need to because, you know, when you go to the Super Bowl, they surround you with dancers and fireworks and yeah. flags. That's and- exactly the same thing. It doesn't necessarily and, uh, matter on what you, she does. As long as you can walk as up As long as the production is good. Let's, yeah. let's be honest with ourselves. I mean, she's not. She's never been the most amazing singer. Yeah. singer. I think if... Okay, so it just depends on does she want to actually continue with her career after this or is it just a one-time, one-and-done thing and then she goes back into just doing nothing but pretty much being a spokesperson for makeup and, and lingerie. She and she well, won't be singing live anyway. None of them do. True. Yeah. They don't, which they shouldn't, honestly. I mean, yeah, I mean, in a dangerous. stadium like that, you it's can't really dangerous. hear yourself. Yes, yeah, like you, Even if you have like an earpiece, you still can't really yeah. hear yourself of how long it is or it's loud it risky, is. It's too risky, but... Yep. She's made a success out of Fenty, though, her, her line. She I has. mean, it's, yeah. Uh, and does she have, like, as my, to as nice point, does she ever have to work anymore? I don't she think doesn't. so. <laughs> no. Let's be honest. If she just shows up, looks good, and does, like, her little runway strut for the 466,000th time, you know, she'll get every... And know, she won't come along. Oh, my God, some, yes. She'll have special guests, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, God. Her, her, well, her Justin husband, Timberlake her didn't have a special oh. guest, and look how that turned yeah. out. Yeah. And yeah. so, I mean... I she really does have you know the library to wreck shop on this, but well, I mean we'll see. So, Absolutely, I heard a big. But explosion. then, as far as the that foot. was my foot, Esme, oh. I kicked something. <laughs> um, then, anyways, well, just to, dropped a truth bomb there, huh? Oh, <laughs> and then, uh, as far as football goes. Uh, I think I was the only one that answered the true well, actual football teams. Philadelphia Eagles versus the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. It looks like it's going to be a good game, but the only real big story coming out of it is the Kels brothers, um, Jason and Travis. So they're two brothers pretty much. One's on the Eagles, one's on the um, um, the Chiefs. And they're just making news about, oh, brothers going against each other, blah, 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 blah. So that's the biggest thing coming out of the game. But who cares about that? And they both Which are. I think that's really interesting, to be honest. Could you imagine, you know, making it to one of the biggest stages in your sport and actually be being able to share that with your brother? Well, they're not against, sharing it. Well, no, okay. they are technically because <laughs> both of them are competing in, in yeah. you know, well, their own aspect. Well, but sharing that uh, the competition. They won't share the glory. No. However, yeah. they'll be able to they are still able to share the stage and, and are integral parts of of you know, what's going on today or one's, this history. One's going to get the ring and the trophy. The other one's just going to be like... The other one's going to be bragging. <laughs> uh, or one of them, one's going to be bragging. The other one's going to be sulking. Anyways, 
This but is, their mom still loves them. Yeah, their mom still loves <laughs> them. They'll both get paid. Just one substantially less. They'll both get paid. As long as you tried and did your best, sweetie, you did. Yeah. You're a winner to me. Anyways, this is before I... Now you get I... to sleep outside with a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this is Before I Go by Grizz right here on 88.5, the big gay radio show. Oh, yeah. 
Tampa Bay. This is Christopher Gorman, show host with the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here's your good queer news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Tampa, Florida Entertainer of the Year welcomed hundreds of supporters to the Ritz Ebor February 5th, crowning local entertainer Kenya M. Black in an official preliminary for National Entertainer of the Year. Eight contestants competed for a cash grand prize, crown, sash, certificate, and hotel stay to compete at National Entertainer of the Year in Louisville, Kentucky this July. Joining Black at Nationals will be first runner-up Twilla Holiday and second runner-up Jay Maya. After her crowning, Black reflected on on the experience via social media stating they are beyond honored to be your Florida Entertainer of the Year and that she will make sure to do her best to bring home that national crown. In Virginia, a Virginia Senate subcommittee essentially killed three bills January 31st that would have banned transition related health care for minors in the state. Democrats have a 22 to 18 majority in the state Senate and they have said they will block any anti-LGBTQ bill that reaches their chamber. In Orlando, 
know, Climate First Bank has kicked off the new year by vowing to donate funds to the LGBTQ plus center in Orlando for every Pride banking account opened until June 30th. To celebrate the LGBTQ community, the Pride banking account features a donation from the Climate First Bank to the Center Orlando. The Center Orlando promotes the intellectual, physical, social, emotional, and spiritual well-being of Central Florida's LGBTQ community through access to quality programs and services. The Pride Bank account started in June 2022 with a six-month partnership with the Kind Red Pride Foundation. Along with support to the LGBTQ community, Climate First Bank also states it prides itself in constant activism towards climate change. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your good queer news. For the Big Gay Radio Show, I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Tomorrow, Friday the 10th, is the last day to vote in the 2023 Watermark Wave Awards. Tampa Bay Gay, the Big Gay Radio Show, Chris and I have been nominated. More info at watermarkonline.com. This Friday night, the 11th, is Babes and Bulges with host Morgan Lashade. Three special guests are set to perform starting at 8 p.m. The event space at Bulge is located at 1803 North 13th Street in Ybor City. The Tampa Pride planning meeting this month is on Monday the 13th at 6.30 in Ybor City. They are focusing on volunteers and the upcoming Pride Festival in March. More info at tampapride.org. Metro Inclusive Health events this week. On Saturday the 11th at noon is the Queer Comic Book Club meeting at the Metro Welcome Center in St. Pete. Then on Wednesday the 15th, the Transmasculine Support Group meets via Zoom starting at 7. More info at metrotampabay.org. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More information at tampabaygay.com. This is Steve, the hitman, host of the Soul Party on Friday nights on WMNF. Join me at Skipper Smokehouse on Friday, February the 10th, as we enjoy the Harlem Gospel Travelers. Gospel Travelers, February the 10th at Skipper Smokehouse. Buy your tickets now at WMNF.org. Wow, now that's a big RV. But when's the last time you used it? Just imagine all the room you'll gain when you move that motorhome, RV, or other vehicle getting in the way. WMNF accepts cars, trucks, RVs, and more as a form of support. Plus, donating is easy and the pickup is free. Go to WMNFcar.org for more. What happens when you mix two gay guys and a trans woman? Obviously, you get the best gay radio show in Tampa Bay. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF. 88.5 WMNF Tampa. My name is Christopher Gorman. I am your one of your show hosts for the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5. I am here with the bodacious Brian Hankson. We had a gaggle of guests earlier. <laughs> we had a very big gaggle of guests from Johnson's Tampa. And if you are interested in a little bit more information about Johnson's Tampa, um, they do have a Facebook page, which you can go ahead and get more information on them. They are a male strip club um, that primarily focuses on the gay male uh, community. Um, but they definitely, they have a, a lot of different information. They have, a, I think, 
He said there was like 20-something dancers uh, there last week, so they have a very wide range in terms they of... They have a gaggle. A of gaggle dancers. of dancers. <laughs> Are you just like going to attack I, I'm me just here? I'm intrigued by that word now, gaggle. <laughs> you know, like I said, SAT words. I'm going to, we should get one of those one a day, like the word a day calendars, and we should try and incorporate it into uh, each show. And now we're a gaggle of hosts here. Yes, our <laughs> gaggle of hosts, the three amigos. I know, right? With the trans queen of radio, Miss Esme Russell, who is currently engulfed in her phone. I always am. <laughs> trying to find something to talk about. She's looking on Grinder. Yeah, no, oh God, no. <laughs> Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Even mm-hmm. she does not have grinder. That's 100% correct. <laughs> <laughs> but I did want to get into the State of the Union. I actually, I, so you said, you said an interesting point, Brian, a little bit ago as to why you have grinder. And I also said a, a similar point, you know. It's interesting how the two of us have used social media to sort of not necessarily try and find, you know, hookups. And, you know, that's one part of the app, but primarily to try and find other gay men. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right now on my on my grinder, I mean, um, yes, I'm happily coupled. Uh, we are open, but... Um, we both are on there, and, you know, do we indulge with others? Yes, we do. Do we play together or separate? Yes, we do. Um, it, it's just we're, we're open and communicating like that. But right now, like, I can tell you I probably have not hooked up on there in, like, a month and a half. Oh, I haven't but, either. But um, I use it, and I check on it. Oh, yeah. Like, and, and there's people that have messaged me on it that, you know... I message back, but I also but, there's been some people that I ignore on there too. <laughs> but also, I'm in my I'm in my recruiting phase right now for softball. So oh. um, one, of, one of the things that the another coach in our softball league does, and um, he's the coach of the Swinging Hawks. I don't know if I can say that on air, but he's the coach of that. It's for cocktails. Uh, it's yeah. a it's a brand. You're fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so um, one thing he does is he's got a team full of twinks. <laughs> He's mm. got a team full of beautiful people, guys and girls. They actually and, wanted me on that team. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I believe you because he, – but don't get me wrong. They they might be young twinks, but they are talented young twinks in sports. So uh, – and this goes goes to show you any anybody can play sports. So I'm taking a rule out of his book – and uh, I am using the apps to go and um You should do a, a Johnson's and just go to all the gyms that are around the area and just any buff person be like, Hey, you wanna you wanna, wanna play softball? My gay softball team? You wanna join the gay softball? I mean <laughs> no, I've had some success with it. One of my uh one of my good friends, I, I uh, about a year ago I recruited him because uh, I met him on Scruff and I was, I was like, Oh, I coach a softball team, you wanna play? He's like, Sure. <laughs> I used to play baseball back in the day. You know, I might be rusty. I feel like to... at this point I can't join a softball team because, like, I am friends with so many people across different teams within the league that I can't choose one now. Well, it's not just our league. It's Well, not only – yeah, of, exactly. Even further than the outside the league. There are other gay leagues in Orlando and one in Fort exactly. Lauderdale. And then take that nationwide, Atlanta for San Francisco to Dallas to New York to, 
you know. I feel like a traitor. Like if I chose to, if I cho- if I did chose to go on to, onto the swinging cocks, and I'm not saying that I would, but if I did choose to go do that, I would feel like a traitor to you. Oh God, no. Uh, but then, then <laughs> it's uh, all in the game. It's all in the game, honey. I don't just, know, man. We just have bragging rights if we I beat feel each like, other. I feel like uh, the big gay radio show needs to um, start our own softball team. I mean, yeah, I have one that someone that plays here, so that might be fun. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but yeah, sports no, are fun. But that's what I'm currently using my uh, my apps for. <laughs> yeah, to recruit for my to, to record. For, so you're recruiting for sports, mm. and I am just doing it as sonar. Oh yeah. So so I mean, like, even if I message you, like, like you want to play sports? You no, won't no, get I'm a looking- message from me. You don't get a message from me. <laughs> Nobody does. No, I'm actually looking to hook up. Okay, that's fine. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends on my mood, but lately I've been busy. So I've been like, you want to hook up? You want some action? No, I'm actually doing homework. Sorry. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so bad because like people will message me like, hey, you want to hook up? And I'm like, not with you. Sorry. I know you kind of hate saying that. I hate to like... be that guy, but like, and it sucks because yeah. like I don't want to be rude. Uh huh. But I really just don't have time. I, I truly, I, I don't have time to. There's so much to coordinate I mean, when you... it comes to that. Like you have to name a time, name a place, host or not host. You know, and make you're sure you're tested and all that stuff, top or bottom, all the compatibility. That's not an issue for me because I'm verse, but. Um, for those who don't know, verse means I am both a top and a bottom. Um, but I would much rather, you know, I don't know. The social media apps are very interesting and I don't do it for the right guy. Probably not. No, not even if, not even if you saw somebody on, on the apps and you were like, oh my God, they are so sexy. I am sexually attracted to... Um, somebody who is able to drive a conversation. Um, and so, yeah, I, I will use Grindr to see whether or not a person that I'm thinking, like, is hot is gay. Um, but unless they come up to me and, and make the first move, then there's, I don't know. I mean, that's why I traditionally like the old ways of meeting people. That's, like, you yeah, mean, exactly. If you, see, if you meet somebody at a bar... And you you hit it off like because you. Made I know them. how many times I, I delete messages and uh, rewrite them and change them up. When you're messaging somebody, you are not getting the real person. When you're right, in person, exactly. you are getting the person you can who's actually get genuine. Their, you can actually get their body language. You can vibe with them. I I, I remember one guy that language. You can vibe with them i i remember one guy that i met um it wasn't fairly recently i think it was when i back when i was single but he made eye contact me across the bar and Mm -hmm. literally like did a double take and i it was the cutest thing because i saw him do a double take (laughs) and i was like oh well let me go over there people who do that yeah but i'm i'm young i'm to the point where i'm still i'm honestly i'm a little bit afraid to to the situations of uh Jason Gale House and and um all the the, the different um I guess disappearances yeah. is is the be- is best way to that I can describe it. it those kinds of things being raised in this area and and constantly being you know um 
surrounded by the various different, you know, warnings and, and um, things around it, it's definitely kind of um, put a little bit of a, a hindrance in terms of the uh, my want to go ahead and go and, and reach out to another person. That's why I always have Sean with me mm-hmm. um, or, or somebody that I'm close to um, because I I truly don't feel comfortable, you know, being around other people and going up to them myself. Um, yeah. And I love Johnson's, but um, I actually, the last time that I was there, I got a little bit too drunk and I ended up in the back of a limo and ended up at Southern Nights and I had no mm. idea what was going on. And Yikes. there were people who um, allegedly were trying to um, put things in my drink. Yeah. Um, and that is no fault to Johnson's at all. I was not on the property at all. This uh, This is something that I willingly did on my own. However, I know that liquor and that kind of stuff does have an impact on the things that you do. It um, does. Yeah, I... Um, well, we need to go ahead and play the legal ID. Oh, um, So, it, is it quick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, what do you want to say? Oh, no, no, go ahead. Oh, we could do it after legal ID. Okay, um, well, we was going to go ahead and music and stuff oh, for that. No, so, if, if totally you want to f- wrap up that. No, I just I totally feel with uh, meeting people out as opposed to on the apps, but go ahead. Absolutely, mm-hmm. um, and it's... Very important to make sure you guys all stay safe out there, no matter where you are going, because you never know who's across the bar. You never know who you're talking to. You never know who the charming individual is uh, standing across the bar because they could be saying all the right things just to to get you to get your guard down. But anyways... um, before we go ahead into the legal ID, WMNF is your community radio station. This means we are a nonprofit and do not play commercials. Keep us commercial free and support your favorite radio shows like the Big Gay Radio Show by donating. You can even do it now before our next pledge drive, February 22nd. Click the tip jar at WMNF.org. And this is the legal ID, and next is Next Up Forever by AJR right here on the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5. WMNF Tampa. Top of the morning. We are WMNF Tampa. Listen on air at 88.5 FM, online at WMNF.org, and on the free WMNF app. Now here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Drop this album. Let's push it back another week. I wanna be next to forever. Find a way to never hit my feet. I kinda wish I was still a virgin. Then I finally see what sex is like. I wanna be next to forever. Forever I'll be second in line. Someday there'll be. 
be talking about me Right now, they're just walking around me My God, are you growing without me? Somebody help me, somebody help me Imagination. This is how it looks and sounds. But I gotta go so much bigger, so they can never shut me down. I'm kinda scared of graduation. Cause who am I when this is done? I wanna be next up forever. So the best is always here to come. Someday they'll be talking about me. Right now they're just walking around me. My God, are you growing without me? Somebody help me. Somebody help me. with us like us on facebook just search for the big gay radio show all my friends are toxic all ambition they're so rude and always negative i need new friends but it's not that quick and easy or oh, i'm drowning like i'm better off all by myself though i'm feeling kind of empty without somebody else so i hear you crying out for help but you never showed for me when i was ringing your cell phone no you don't Back in 
it up a bit Counting my hours and knocking on wood Avoiding my opposites, chewing on chocolate Had a bit limited time, but I should Be good for a minute, don't want to admit it I'm running on seconds, I'm rigid, I'm screwed Don't know what to do, I'm thinking of you I'm drinking up bottles and bottles When you mix two guys and a trans woman, obviously you get the best gay radio show in Tampa Bay. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF.
I'm Christopher Gorman, and this is your LGBTQ news from around the country and right here in Tampa. In Orlando, Governor Ron DeSantis' administration has begun the process to revoke the liquor license of the Plaza Live over their theater hosting of a Christmas-themed drag event in December that was attended by minors. The Department of Business and Professional Regulation Division of Alcoholic Beverages and Tobacco filed a formal six-count complaint February 3rd against the Orlando Philharmonic Plaza Foundation, the organization that operates the Plaza Live, alleging that the theater knowingly exposed children to sexually explicit content during a drag queen Christmas on December 28th. The complaint alleges that children, some appearing to be less than six years of age, were welcomed into the show, which contained drag performers, quote, wearing sexually suggestive clothing and prosthetic female genitalia. The complaint goes on to state that the show featured, quote, numerous segments where performers engaged in acts of sexual conduct, simulated sexual activity, and lewd, vulgar, and indecent displays. The Plaza Live management did hang a notice at the theater's entrance according to the complaint that stated while we are not restricting access to anyone under 18, please be advised some may think the context is not appropriate for under 18. While this is the 8th consecutive year that a drag queen Christmas has played at the Plaza Live, this is the first time the state has attempted to punish the theater for hosting it. The complaint states that the Plaza Live has 21 days to request a hearing to challenge the charges in the complaint. In Tennessee, Tennessee's Republican-dominant legislator on January 31st advanced a handful of proposals that would ban gender-affirming care for transgender youth and severely limit where drag shows can take place. If enacted, doctors would be prohibited from providing gender-affirming care to anyone under the age of 18, including prescribing puberty blockers and hormones. However, the legislation includes exceptions that would allow doctors to perform these medical services if they are treating an abnormality or if the patient's care had begun prior to July 1st, 2023, which is when the ban is proposed to go into effect and the doctor believes ending the care would harm the patient. On January 31st, the bill advanced out of a subcommittee. It still needs to clear additional committees and the GOP-controlled House and Senate chambers before it can be reviewed by Republican Governor Bill Lee, who supports the legislation. Meanwhile, Republican lawmakers also advanced legislation designed to limit where drag shows can take place by classifying them as an adult cabaret performance. If approved, drag shows would be banned on public property in any place where they could could be viewed by a child. In Tallahassee, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on January 31st announced plans to block state colleges from having programs on diversity, equity, and inclusion, and critical race theory. The Republican governor debuted the proposal as part of a larger higher education legislative package that is expected to be taken up by the GOP-controlled state house when its regular sessions begin in March. Previously this month, the DeSantis administration blocked a new advanced placement course on Africa. American studies from being taught in high schools, saying it violates state law and claims is historically inaccurate. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your queer news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Tomorrow, Friday the 10th, is the last day to vote in the 2023 Watermark Wave Awards. Tampa Bay Gay, the Big Gay Radio Show, Chris and I have been nominated. More info at watermarkonline.com. This Friday night, the 11th, is Babes and Bulges with host Morgan Lashade. 
Three special guests are set to perform starting at 8 p.m. The event space at Bold is located at 1803 North 13th Street in Ybor City. The Tampa Pride planning meeting this month is on Monday the 13th at 6.30 in Ybor City. They are focusing on volunteers and the upcoming Pride Festival in March. More info at tampapride.org. Metro Inclusive Health events this week. On Saturday the 11th at noon is the Queer Comic Book Club meeting at the Metro Welcome Center in St. Pete. Then on Wednesday the 15th, the Trans Masculine Support Group meets via Zoom starting at 7. More info at metrotampabay.org. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More information at tampabaygay.com. This is Marla with the WMNF Community Announcement. The St. Petersburg Science Festival is an annual regional celebration where families and the public can explore the wonders of hands-on science, technology, engineering, art, and math, also known as STEAM. The event will be held in conjunction with Marine Quest on Saturday, February 18th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the USF St. Petersburg campus in Pointer Park, 140 7th Avenue South. St. Petersburg, Florida, 33701. WMNF is a media sponsor and will have a table at the event. To learn more, visit the website at www.stpetesci.org. That's S-T-P-E-T-E-S-C-I-F-E-S-T dot O-R-G. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF. 88.5 WMNF Tampa. My name is Christopher Gorman. I am your news twink and producer here on the Big Gay Radio Show and show host Mm -hmm. on the Big Gay Radio Show. Thank you so much to Sean Kelly for providing the voiceovers because he definitely uh, pulled through. Uh, with making sure that we had all the the new recordings uh, in a very quick quick manner so that I can edit them all. So shout out to Sean Kelly. I appreciate you, my love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, That's all you got? I, yeah, no, no thanks, so, Sean. <laughs> thanks. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. No, I was going to go into the, uh, the State of the Union uh, address once again. Um, when we had teased it at the beginning of the show, I had said it was a hot mess, but uh, Esme contradicted me in saying that, oh, it was the, it was great. He had very good composure and everything. Well, I, I, I think the thing that makes it a hot mess is the, the people that sparked the heckling in the debate. Yeah. So, and, and that, and my, and I will say this, my other half said it was a hot mess, and he only said that because of uh, of the heckling. And he was like, well, well, uh, Biden, like, really kept his cool and composure. He's just like, there's a time and a place to react to things like that, and during the State of the Union is not that time. Yeah. And I, and I agree with that. You know, she, she could have said her piece uh, along with Sarah Huckabee, but... Otherwise, you know, she should have kept her trap shut. She may have been able to make a more intelligent argument had she actually gone ahead and went to the media and went through that sort of aspect, same as Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Right. Um, But, no, you're exactly right. She did choose to um, heckle, and um, that just makes everybody look bad. Right, exactly. he, He was very much a... 
nonpartisan. And what he said wasn't necessarily completely untrue. Some certain things did lack a context. Um, however, no president ever has ever had a speech that didn't have speech like certain aspects that are you know can be misconstrued or, or statistics that were you know pushed in a different narrative than originated so right the exactly f- the fact is is that there were uh republicans who were um stating that if they're if a program is worth keeping they will then congress will pass laws to protect it Right. Which is what he was in reference to in terms of the sunsetting of Medicare and Medicaid, because those programs should not be programs that are um, exclusively, you know, funded every single year or every five years, because we need to have the assurance that those programs are going to remain. Mm-hmm. And um, I that's why I was glad that uh, Biden handled it in the way that he did. Um by essentially forcing them onto the hot seat and making them say to all of their constituents and all the media that they will not ta- make uh, they will not allow uh, Medicare and Medicaid and uh, all that to sunset. Yeah, kind of like how he just stopped the show. Like, you good? We good? We good? All right, we good. Let's move on. So, <laughs> yeah, I kind of like the way he he did that, and you know. It's just, I mean, the man is the commander-in-chief. You have to respect him. Even if you don't like him, you have to respect him. No, I disagree with that one. Uh, I mean... I disagree on that one. You do not have to respect your elected officials because we have a a glorious thing called the First Amendment and we have the freedom of speech to criticize them. You're not free to, from the the consequences, from the, the social consequences... But you are definitely free to to go ahead and and like respect them during res- the speech. Oh, I mean, oh okay. In terms of the speech, okay, I yeah, get what you yeah, mean. Yeah. Okay, not- I thought you meant in terms of like uh, how uh, the Republicans have been like uh, oh. with Trump. You know uh, how they oh. would go ahead and and say. Uh, he's your president. Either way, you have mm. to respect it because that's not oh, yeah. the way that it should be on any side. You know, you right. should always feel free to criticize what that the other side is. Yeah, that wasn't the appropriate time. It was not yeah. the appropriate to time. There's yelling, a time in the place to be yelling liar, which he was not lying. What he was saying was the truth. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. were Republicans, not, and he said not all, but some who want to get rid of Social Security and Medicare. And oh, he yes. has made it very, very clear, and and it is true. He's got he's got them on tape saying it. But that's, well, not only that, he had brochures. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're at a uh, a rally today. Yeah. I think he's up yeah. in Wisconsin yeah. or yeah. one of the battleground states. But the thing is, there's just it's not classy. It's yeah. not it's appropriate. Not. You uh, know, there's a moment to to say, hey, the president's wrong about this, or I disagree. But to be screaming liar across a room, yeah, you know what I mean. When That's he wasn't just, lying, especially right. if he was really lying, though, but he wasn't lying. This is cl- uh, classless. I can't yeah. hear myself. And okay, I can hear you. And, okay. And coming from her, yeah, oh, her especially one of the one of the, one of the <laughs> masterminds of the insurrection. Yeah, shame She's on this- her. Shame she was definitely not a mastermind because she was not smart enough to I, comprise I, this sort of thing. She but defi- she was definitely yeah. an ac- she accomplice. She was definitely one of the ones involved. She was definitely, I, yeah. I believe, a, a uh, she could have very much stepped in and said, hey, this is not the right thing to do. And she uh, was complacent in that aspect. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I completely agree on that. But yeah, he did uh, mention some other things, um, such as Tyree Nichols' uh, parents being in the in the crowd, and then just um, you know acknowledging that you know uh, people of color, you know, always have to tell their children, you know, that you know being black in America, you know, what that means, and you know how uh, white parents don't have to say that to their kids. So it's, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty glad he put that to light and everything. With everything that's happened with uh, Tyree Nichols and uh, I'm extremely and his, glad his, with his how he's been handling uh, racial issues and racial inequality because um, Tucker Carlson actually uh, brought this point to uh, to light, in my opinion. Um, but he said that Joe Biden has only appointed five white men uh, into federal judge positions. Mm-hmm. Um, out of I think ninety five or so um, actual judges that are that he appointed, and that's the best way that you handle equity in, in or excuse me inequality um, because there's still going to be that ninety five percent of white people that are still in power being able to give attention and a voice and light to those who don't necessarily have it like Tyree Nichols and among others. It's extremely important, and I'm glad that he he responded the way that he he did uh, to both the heckling and to uh, certain racial issues. There's definitely a lot of progress that needs to be made continuously. Yeah, um, but he's he's trying to be on that good side. Yeah, and you guys pointed to the fact that, like, you know, he was mu- very much alive and well, you know, last night, and y'all were even talking about like maybe possibly like. If it came down to him being reelected, you know, yeah. I, I would mean, need to see the debates. Yeah. And that I think that would be the the deal breaker, um, the primary debates as to who I feel would be the best one, um, because this is a definitely a very unique case that we have with Joe Biden going into the 2024 election. This is very simple for me. If he's debating Trump. I'm voting for Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, 100%. I'm talking primary. I don't care if Joe Biden shows up in a wheelchair, okay, with an IV bag and a nurse next to him. You understand me? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not not giving Trump an iota. We've been through this insanity already once. I'm not going through it again. But there is a lot of other people who are running on the Republican ballot in terms of the primaries, so you never know. And if he's standing across from DeSatan, I'm going to—if he's if he was on his deathbed like this, they say he's about to die tomorrow, I'm still voting for him. I'd rather vote for the dead guy. Well, because you always got the vice president. Yeah. And then the speaker of the house if it is— There is no way in hell I'm giving Whoever it is. Yeah. No, not supporting—I'm not supporting no cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. Especially in during the State of the Union when you have your your, uh, Speaker of the House shushing people. Speaking of the Speaker of the House, yeah, exactly. Um, Going shh. Yeah. It was like watching a kindergarten teacher trying to calm down their uh, students in front of the principal. Okay, guys, calm down, breathe, happy thoughts. Yeah, Marge, be quiet. Marge, be quiet. (laughs) I didn't realize we were in The Simpsons right there. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, well, I usually call her Marjorie Trailer Green, but um, (laughs) that's just me. 
But. Honestly, um, I'm tired of talking about uh, the worst kind of people, to be honest. So I want to go ahead and, and we're, we're going to bring a little bit more positivity. Uh, this is Real Cool Real cool World by David Bowie right here on 88.5, the big gay radio show.
We're on Instagram. Follow Big Gay Radio Show.
96.5 WMNF Tampa. My name is Christopher Gorman. I am your show host for the Big Gay Radio Show today. I almost went ahead and said producer and news twink, but we are promoted here. Yeah, we are. We have even, uh, uh, we got higher positions now. <laughs> yes, I got promotions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I'm also here with the beautiful Brian Hinkson. Good morning. Good very morning to yeah, you, Brian. You are, are looking stunning as usual. Yes, we are. And uh, we are in the home stretch of the show, too. So, yeah, we got 20 minutes. Yeah. Just about, yeah. And we're also joined with the erotic Esme Russell. Yeah. The erotic. The erotic. Because she is the queen of me, Tampa Bay Radio. Makes me think of the trans queen of yeah. Tampa Bay Radio, I should say. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Makes you think of the uh, Madonna song, the uh, erotic. <laughs> Gosh. Erotic, 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 yeah, I think it makes for good um, dining, not dining it's room table. It's still a good but coffee book table. Coffee book table, yeah. Absolutely that's I mean. it is. I don't know if it's as scandalous now as it was when she released it. Because oh, yeah. when she released it, it, it had a special cover on it and everything. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, but now, living here in Florida, it would be a banned book. I mean, that's true. Everything gets banned here in Florida. We're living in a communist country Ugh. here. So scary. I saw some uh, pictures of of, uh, elementary school teachers with paper all over their uh, library shelves and everything. Like, how could you want that? How could you be okay with children not being able to see the books that are available to them, even whether good or bad? We have to wait until the district and the state go ahead and tell us what is appropriate and what is not appropriate for our children. The thing about banning books is really is that when you ban books, it only makes kids want to read them even more. Well, even further than that. So, you know, banning it, it just, it makes no sense in terms of the aspects of freedom, which these people are very much, you know, pushing towards. And not only that, a lot of these things, how can you ban so these, such a wide range of so these topics? Are, these are some of the books they've banned. They've banned thousands of books. Thousands. But here are some of the big ones that they've banned. A Wrinkle in Time. Um, the Handmaid's Tale. Uh, the Catcher in the Rye. These are all classics. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are. Of Mice and Men, another classic. Mm-hmm. The Tales and Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, another classic. To Kill a Mockingbird, that was a fabulous movie, also. That was. Yeah, now it's a now it's a banned book. Um, it's crazy how the, these people the who Harry, go ahead and, and preach about how not destroying history. The Harry Potter series. The Harry Potter series completely banned. The grapes. I of, don't even like J.K. Rowling that much, but yeah. really, the grapes of wrath. Wow. Oh my God. The Color Purple. Wow. Yeah. The Lord of the Flies. 1984. That was that was standard reading when I was in school. It yeah. was standard reading when I was in school. Yeah. That's Everybody crazy. Everybody had to read it. Uh, the Song of Solomon, another great classic. Yeah. 
The yeah, Lord of that. the Rings. Jesus. Band. Really? Yes. Bridge to Terabithia. That was a movie too, a Disney movie. <laughs> it was. Yeah. So, I mean, so it was a wrinkle in time. Yeah. But like, and I know why the caged bird sings, Maya Angelou. I've read that too. It's uh, disgusting. I mean, too. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah Retrumplicans talk about freedom, but then they block us from freedom. Right, exactly. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, they'll want a cons- uh, a Confederate statue hosted up just so that uh, they can remember the time in the 1960s when they put it up as a as a symbol of racism and, and, and the, the previousness. And they say that critical race theory cannot be taught in schools. I don't know how many times I'm going to repeat this, and I'm tired of saying it, and people, administrators have been saying it. Critical race theory is not taught in public schools. It is a college-level course. It is a university-level course. And the the, the, uh, African-American studies course, that is an advanced placement course that is specifically you, for you don't have those to, who are going yeah. to get college credit they don't need to be banned so so the only reason that he's that uh de satan is saying that he's banning those uh those uh, uh classes is just so he can get the base all fired up it's he's all setting about, up his presidency uh, run it's all propaganda mm-hmm. anyways Ain't nobody teaching critical race theory in a high school no nobody unless it's an ap studies yeah, unless it's an AP studies, which is a college course, meaning that these students are college level students and they deserve to learn all elements of history and going ahead and abolishing every elements of it. And, and to deny the fact that queer history is LGBTQ yeah. or excuse me, black history is queer history and queer history is black history. It is they are intertwined. Mm-hmm. There are very many stories about gay black individuals who stood up for both the rights of LGBTQ and their own per, their own uh, skin color. And including my uh, spotlight that I was going to do here for uh, LGBTQ, LGBTQ gay history, Mr. James Baldwin, acclaimed poet and um, a pretty much member of the LGBTQ community. Um, so there, there goes one of your, um, spotlights for tonight. Absolutely. Well, we're going to go ahead and we're going to go into the good news spotlight. This is the good news right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. And afterwards, it's going to be Love Comes Quickly by the Pet Shop Boys on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hey Tampa Bay, this is Christopher Gorman, show host with the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here's your good queer news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Tampa, Florida Entertainer of the Year welcomed hundreds of supporters to the Ritz Ebor February 5th, crowning local entertainer Kenya M. Black in an official preliminary for National Entertainer of the Year. Eight contestants competed for a cash grand prize, crown, sash, certificate, and hotel stay to compete at National Entertainer of the Year in Louisville, Kentucky this July. Joining Black at Nationals will be first runner-up Twilla Holiday and second runner-up Jay Maya. After her crowning, Black reflected on 
on the experience via social media, stating they are beyond honored to be your Florida Entertainer of the Year and that she will make sure to do her best to bring home that national crown. In Virginia, a Virginia Senate subcommittee essentially killed three bills January 31st that would have banned transition-related health care for minors in the state. Democrats have a 22 to 18 majority in the state Senate, and they have said they will block any anti-LGBTQ bill that reaches their chamber. In Orlando, Climate First Bank has kicked off the new year by vowing to donate funds to the LGBTQ Plus Center in Orlando for every Pride banking account opened until June 30th. To celebrate the LGBTQ community, the Pride banking account features a donation from the Climate First Bank to the Center Orlando. The Center Orlando promotes the intellectual, physical, social, emotional, and spiritual well-being of Central Florida's LGBTQ community through access to quality programs and services. The Pride Bank account started in June 2022 with a six-month partnership with the Kind Red Pride Foundation. Along with support to the LGBTQ community, Climate First Bank also states it prides itself in constant activism towards climate change. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your good queer news. For the Big Gay Radio Show, I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Tomorrow, Friday the 10th, is the last day to vote in the 2023 Watermark Wave Awards. Tampa Bay Gay, The Big Gay Radio Show, Chris and I have been nominated. More info at watermarkonline.com. This Friday night, the 11th, is Babes and Bulges with host Morgan Lashade. Three special guests are set to perform starting at 8 p.m. The event space at Bulge is located at 1803 North 13th Street in Ybor City. The Tampa Pride planning meeting this month is on Monday the 13th at 6.30 in Ybor City. They are focusing on volunteers and the upcoming Pride Festival in March. More info at tampapride.org. Metro-inclusive health events this week. On Saturday the 11th at noon is the Queer Comic Book Club meeting at the Metro Welcome Center in St. Pete. Then on Wednesday the 15th, the Transmasculine Support Group meets via Zoom starting at 7. More info at metrotampabay.org. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More information at tampabaygay.com. Is your boat barely keeping you afloat these days? Rather than continue to drown in all the upkeep of hanging on to a boat, let WMNF have it. We'll even throw you a lifeline with a free pickup. Donate online at WMNFcar.org. Get social with us. Like us on Facebook. Just search for The Big Gay Radio Show.
Pride isn't just one day a year. That's why we're celebrating all year long. This is the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa Bay.
93.5 WMNF Tampa. My name is Christopher Gorman. I have been one of your three show hosts today. We are here also finally for the last three minutes of our show with the amazing Asme Russell. Silence. Anyways, crickets. Uh, no, I, I am here. I'm just... I'm going to be honest with you. I think I'm starting to fall asleep. <laughs> oh, no. Do you want me to start, like, being loud again? No, no. We got to uh, wake people up for Slow Burn, though. Yeah. One of my favorite shows on WMNF. Mm-hmm. Your silence after that, Brian, was very, very, very... I think Brian Let's is falling go. asleep, too, and he's got to drive me home, so he better not fall asleep. Uh, Y'all no, better not. wake up. Uh... Yes, the show is about to end very soon. So uh, with that said, uh, go vote for us for the Watermark Wave Award, the 2023. That's correct. Um, The deadline to vote is Friday. Tomorrow. Yep. Oh, yeah, it is Thursday. It is (laughs) tomorrow. I keep thinking the show's Wednesday and it's like Thursday morning. But um, yes, vote tomorrow for the wave awards and also happy valentine's day if you're happy and in love very much so i want to give a couple thank yous uh to sean kelly our voiceover guy who helped do the voiceovers uh in such a speediest time um i also want to shout out to johnson's tampa matt kalunga and all the uh amazing people he brought in to uh give uh their coming out stories and their uh how they got up to to be into johnson's uh they are uh, a male strip club, um, so if you are interested in uh, gay men, uh, they definitely are right up your alley, uh, and they have a Facebook page for more information, uh, for cover charges, all that fun stuff. Now, Miss Esme, you have 50 seconds to tell everybody about what you got going on this week. I'll be at Bradley's on Friday. I'll be at Show Bar on Sunday. All right. That's it. Yep. Seems like a little lackluster week for you. It's not that lackluster. Well, I mean, compared to the uh, the, uh, thousands of places you usually go a week. It's going to be a quiet weekend, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Yep, and I will be doing homework all week. Same. I have a midterm, apparently. I just got a notification of it. I was like, no. After week four. After (laughs) week four, I'm like, no, how? Anyways. Cut it out. I can't believe it. Anyways. For the last 50 seconds or last 10 seconds, um, I want to make sure everybody knows that you are loved, you are special, and we appreciate you and your support for the Big Gay Radio Show. And we hope you have a great rest of your day.